We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform, the Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same, and love, love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant, Pastor Wali Tejumade. Get ready for a transformation. What is the still small voice? It is the gentle, very mild, inner voice of the Spirit of the Lord speaking to a regenerated soul. Glory to Jesus. The still small voice is the, 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 the gentle, the, the quiet, the uh, 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 not forceful voice of the Spirit speaking to the believer don't forget like i've been telling us all through the course of this teaching series you know that you as a new testament believer you are essentially a spirit being you know the words you have a spirit then you have us you're a spirit rather then you have a soul and you live in the body and like i also told us one of the reasons why many people will never hear god is simply because they are expecting the spectacular Listen to me very, very carefully this morning, Kingdom Influences. Your capacity to hear God's voice, uh, it's in the supernatural, not the spectacular. The grandiose, um, um, heavy sound of God's voice, the audibility of God's voice that you desire to hear, it's perhaps the reason why many of you are unable to know when God is speaking. Hearing God's voice is in the supernatural not in the um, 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 spectacular. You may want to take that down. Hearing God's voice is in the supernatural, not in the spectacular. You may never hear God speak to you for the rest of your life until he calls you home. If your only access, your only expectation is, I just want to be able to hear loud and clear. Say, my son, my son, my son, my daughter, my daughter. That may never happen. But you know what? He speaks all the times like I told us. There is something called the still small voice. Every man hears voices. Every man hears at least three kinds of voices. You have the capacity, if you're regenerated, to hear God's voice. Every man also hears his own voice. In other words, that's the voice, inner voice is speaking to man. You communicate with yourself too sometimes. You speak to yourself. Then you also, of course, yes, if you're able to hear God's voice, you're able to hear your voice. That means you can also hear the voice of the devil. As a matter of fact, I know for a certain that there is a drug, um, methamphetamine, or I don't know exactly what it's called. When you take that excessively, it causes you to begin to hear in strange voices. I mean, don't look at me like you guys would have heard something like that, right? You begin to hallucinate, you begin to hear voices. You begin to hear voices speaking to you. These are not God's voices. That's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm speaking about the still, small voice of the Holy Spirit. See, the spectacular thing or the supernatural thing about this is the fact that when you accepted the Lordship of Jesus, you have what we call the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. 
That means that brother Bizu, that means that your spirit has no capacity to be independent anymore. Glory to Jesus. Trying to cut about Shanda like other boss. Or punish coronavirus. Amen. Glory to God. That means that your, your system, your spirit, has no capacity to be independent of God's spirit anymore. So as you then walk with God, what then happens to you? Your spirit then begins to be trained to conform itself to the spirit of the Lord. Glory to Jesus. So it does not mean that when you've accepted the lordship of Jesus, that the devil will not be speaking to you too. The voice that says to you that you should go commit adultery, you should fornicate, you should engage in you know, I mean, whatever nonsense that, that, you, that it is leading you to engage in. You and I know that can be the voice of the Lord. But there is something that happens if you're indeed your spirit is regenerated. The spirit of the Lord himself, the God in you, begins to speak to you. You hear him. Glory to Jesus. He begins to speak to you. But once your spirit is regenerated, you realize that you begin, you didn't have the capacity to then determine the voices your spirit responds to. You understand what I'm saying this morning now? So you didn't have the capacity. So every one of us, Sister Brooklyn, you hear voices per time too. You speak to yourself per time too. But we're talking about the voice of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit in you. And I'm going to show you, you know, some of the things that I have here really now. You know, that would help you to fully understand this. Let's see this scripture very quickly. First Kings chapter number 19, verses 11 to 13. Glory to Jesus. First Kings chapter number 19, verses 11 to 13. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as they go. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. Who has a microphone too? Karabo Sharabas. Are you all getting blessed? There's still a small voice. Let's see. I, I, I need you to please just follow me as I read. First Kings chapter number 19, verses 11 to 13. First Kings chapter number 19, verses 11 to 13. See what the scripture says here. This was Elijah in Horeb running away from um, Jezebel. Listen, 1 Kings chapter number 19, verses 11 to 13. Then he said, Elijah was running away from Jezebel trying to seek refuge to, to have a rest for, for, for his soul. Then God, then he said, Go out. You can see the H in capital H, right? So that's God, right? Then he said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake. Listen to the next verse. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. You know what's going on here? Elijah needed to hear God. 
So God said, go to the mountain top. You know what that means? Go to the mountain top. Seclude yourself. Huh? That's the reason why I've also always taught you. You must learn at least maybe once a month how to withdraw. Maybe a weekend, maybe a Saturday or a Friday. Just wait up on the Lord, maybe till 3 p.m. And just say, Lord Jesus, just this weekend, just you and I. Shut off your phone. Let your phone know that you have control over it. I'm not asking you to go three days, to go two days, to go even a full day. You can start by just one day. By just a few hours. Till 3 p.m. Shut off your phone. That Saturday morning when you wake up, play, listen to scripture. Open the Bible. Place it on your chest. Just meditate. And just converse with the Holy Ghost. Glory to Jesus. Elijah was used to God speaking in very grandiose and spectacular way whenever God wants to appear to him. So the Bible says, go back to verse number 11 now. Then the Bible says, and behold, the Lord passed by. Because this were the ways God was passing by in the past. And a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. So when God wants to speak to him then, or something is about to happen, God is about to appear to him, it causes great earthquake. So when he hears such sounds, he knows that the Lord is here. Are you all following me? Each church, are you also following me? So he knows that the Lord is here. Let's see. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. Glory to Jesus. See, and after the wind, an earthquake. Scripture says, but the Lord was not also in the earthquake. What if the reason why you've not been hearing God's voice is because you are confining him to specific form to speak to you? What if you've been confining him to the audible voice except to tell me, go now, my daughter, I'm not going. What if you've been expecting him to speak or to do things in some very grandiose some very spectacular way for you? These were the ways, these were the signs that Elijah used to know when God is around. Or when God, you know, Elijah lacked the capacity to have the indwelling prayer of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit just comes upon him, does whatever thing he wants to do and leave him. Glory to Jesus, hallelujah. So when God wants to show forth himself and wants to come in, he comes in a very grandiose manner. Bible says, and after the earthquake, a fire. But still, the Lord was not in the fire. And after everything, and after everything that he was used to, what then happened? God then showed up. How did he show up? In a still, small voice. As a New Testament believer, as a new creation, until you get to that level where you begin to master the voices of your spirit. The voices it listens to. The voices it akins to. The devil would always manipulate your life. You must learn. You must grow in your Christian work. To begin to master the voice of the spirit. To know when he's speaking to you. I have here by the help of the Holy Spirit some things that I've noted here. I'm just going to share, run them with you right now. How, how the, the, the qualities or characteristics of the still small voice 
of the inner voice. Now, the still small voice I'm talking about of the Holy Spirit and how he speaks. I'm not talking about the witness of the Spirit, inner witness. That's not what I'm talking about. The inner witness is not a voice. It's just a conviction. This one I'm talking about, the voice. You hear voices. If you want to steal something, you want to take something that's not yours. A voice in you tells you to go take that thing. When you want to do something that you should not do, a voice, you hear a voice that says to you, go. Now that voice, nobody hears it except you. It's not loud. It's not audible. So in comparison, the audible voice of the Lord is the still small voice of the Holy Spirit in you speaking to you. I give God praise because this is one of the graces that I have. That still small voice. That's the reason why I can come into church and I can say, the Lord says to me, somebody said, when I say the Lord says to me, somebody, some of you would always think that hey, maybe pastor is hearing like all these sound systems and like brother Victor is on the keys right now. Um, mighty voice speaking. No, no. Should I shock you? I've only heard audibly, audible voice. That clear audible voice of the Lord once in my life. I don't know if I would ever hear it. When I say audible now, I mean audible as in audible as in my son, this is the things that I want you to do. But does that mean that God does not speak to me? He speaks to me part time. I mean, by God's grace, you have the testimonies even in this church if you worship here. What say the Lord says that there is somebody here. This and this and this and this is going on in your life. The Lord says, I should say to you this. And the Lord confirms his word. Even though they, they, that it was not audible. The same thing with the still small voice. So the flip of the audible voice of the Lord will be the still small voice. That gentle, quiet voice of the Holy Spirit in you. Don't forget. Once you've accepted the Lordship of Jesus, you're never alone. You're never alone. And the voice of the, the, the God in you, you speak to yourself. Every time. You speak to your friends. You speak to your neighbors. How much more the God that you carry in you. Glory to Jesus. 32 chapter of the book of Job. Chapter number, verse number 8. Job chapter number 32 verse number 8. Bible says that there is a spirit in man. It says it's the breath of the almighty that gives him inspiration. And that translation says it gives him understanding. Festial, small voice. How God speaks. The still small voice is a quiet, gentle, soft inner voice you hear in your spirit. What you must know is that when a man accepts the lordship of Jesus, he receives the capacity to begin to hear God's voice. You don't need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost before God speaks to you. You don't need to be able to speak in all the tongues to have God speak to you. No. Speaking in the Holy Ghost or baptism in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues only empowers and, and, and you know, energizes you to be able to, to lay hold of the things that have been freely given to you in Christ Jesus. It capacitates you to become no longer ordinary. Glory to Jesus. In other words, if all that you have done is just to declare and confess Jesus as your Lord, you have the capacity to hear him. So rather than obeying the voices of the devil or your own voice leading you to destruction, 
you can also choose to obey the still small voice of the Holy Spirit leading you and guiding you alright glory to Jesus so when you then train your spirit your spirit then begins to filter the voices that you hear in your spirit many times people say I went to that place because something told me to go. You can't be a New Testament believer and be laying claim on something told you. Something cannot tell you anything. It's the Holy Spirit. At least most of the time. It's either the Holy Spirit or the devil. Or your head. Something told me, something told me. No, something, I mean, if, if, if it aligns, if it is in conformity with the written word, it can be something. For as many of them that are led by the Spirit of the Lord, these are the sons of God. And what a joy to be led of the Spirit. What a joy. What a joy. To be able to practice stillness and hear his voice. As gentle, as quiet as he is, leading you and saying, Yes, Lord, this is you. I obeyed. Every new creation, every New Testament believer must normalize conversing with the Holy Spirit. Did you hear me now? You may want to take that down. Normalize conversing with the Holy Spirit. Normalize having a conversation with the spirit of the Lord that is in you. Normalize conversing with the Holy Spirit. Glory to Jesus. Many of you have heard my testimony before I shared on how God led me to the nation of Canada. It was not by witness of the spirit. That came later on as a, as a confirmation. It was not an audible voice. It was a still small voice in my spirit in my living room. And the Lord said, get up now. I need you to withdraw. I, I, I think I must have mentioned it to you guys before. Every time God's given me specific instructions or spoken to me about any facet of my life that altered the trajectory of my life, he always withdraws me from people. For your next, thank you, Jesus. For your next level, for the clarity that you desire, all that you need may be to just withdraw. The same way Elijah withdrew. Habakkuk chapter number two. So I will go to the mountain top. I will pay attention to him. I will hear what he has to say to me. And he says, write the vision and make it plain. Write it on the tablet. That whosoever sees it may be able to run by it. You must normalize conversing with the Holy Spirit. You must also normalize how to withdraw. Jesus withdrew from the crowd. Many of you are too busy. That's why clarity is not coming. Things are not working. You've done everything that you could. You want to make a major decision. You're not getting anything. Withdraw. They that wait upon the Lord, 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So when he told me to move to Canada, it was not an audible voice that I heard. Just a still small voice. <coughs> Hallelujah. Amen. 
last night, the Lord laid upon my heart saying to me, that many people think that they want to be led, but they actually don't want to be led. The reason why many don't hear his voice is simply because there is no desire in you to indeed have him lead you. And what a joy to be led of the Lord. <sighs> so much peace. <clears throat> you know, Brother Damlare, it's so beautiful that if you, and I'm going to teach you guys that before this series runs off this month. I'm going to teach you a message, I mean, take you on a message titled, Your Head or God's Voice. You know how to distinguish, maybe it is your head speaking to you, your mind speaking to you, or maybe it is God's voice. It's so amazing, Sister Maureen, such that when the Lord leads you, huh, he can't lead you into a ditch. But let's assume for a second that the voice you heard, you thought it was of God, and you went by faith into it. And eventually, it didn't end well the way you wanted to end well. Do you know God causes that situation to work out for your good? That's how much trusting you can be. That's one of the beauties of being led by him. To just choose to make that decision to say, no, I'm not taking any decision in my life outside speaking to the Lord about it first. No, my life's having conversation with the person of the Holy Spirit. So what are these characteristics of the still small voice of the Holy Spirit? Number one, it is not audible. In other words, nobody can hear it. It's not as you hear my voice right now. It is, it is, it is an inner voice. It is, it, is, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is not an audible voice. Number one, please take note this that I'm teaching right now. What you should know about the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. Don't forget the, the series is titled How to Hear God's Voice. And now I'm taking How God Speaks. Last week took um, the, 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 the written word, how he speaks by the written word. Right now, I'm taking you how he speaks by the still small voice. Glory to Jesus. So number one, it is not audible. Number two, the still small voice is not forceful. Did you hear me? It is not forceful. You, you know one of the things I've realized about the still small voice of the Holy Spirit when he speaks to me? It is not forceful, it is rather suggestive. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord says to me right now that there is witness in your spirit. You guys, every one of you listening to me. Because you hear it. Don't do that. That was wrong. No, I don't want you to. Oh, you've done it too much. That was not nice. You know, I was in my study last night, tidying up my salmon. Saturdays are usually very busy days for me. So I woke up in the morning, you know, with all the family matter that I had to attend to. Eventually, I got into my study to tidy up my salmon. And I hadn't seen my wife. And you know me, I love the word of the Lord. Once I get into that office, some of those of you have been in my house. Just leave me on that chair and leave me with the Bible open. So time I spent, I must have done maybe like five hours or six hours thereabout. And I realized that I left my wife upstairs. She was sleeping. And as the Holy Spirit said to me, get up now. Go check on your wife. As I was teaching this, as I was tidying up this sermon. And I got up and I was excited. I got up immediately. I got up immediately. I went upstairs to check up on her. And at that point, she was already about waking up. Or waking, she had woken up. 
But the point is, I was excited that even in preparing for the still small voice, he was still sampling it in me. He was still speaking. That's still small voice. Sometimes my wife will do something and the Lord will say, now, go tell her sorry. You see, the still small voice is not forceful. It's rather even suggestive. He does not force his will or his way on man. Many of the reasons why many believers run into a ditch, it's simply because, because that voice is not forceful and it is not audible. The still small voice is not forceful. It is not audible. So you don't feel compelled. You don't attach importance to it. Holy Spirit, help them. Are you all with me this morning? It's not forceful. It's not forceful. There have, there have been times the Lord had said, even to some of you also, spoken some things to you. Maybe call this person. And you refuse to call the person. Then a few moments later on, the person will call you. Say, ah, and I was just about to call you, and something said I should call you, and something said, no, not, not something said you should call. You chose not to obey. I'm trusting God that this series is going to be balanced. So before this series ends, too, I'm going to teach you a message, take you a message titled, Obedience to the Leading of the Voice of the Spirit. So it is not forceful. It is rather suggestive. You are fighting with someone and the Holy Spirit says, forgive and let go. You hear him. You hear the voice. But because it is not like what you want to hear, you're not certain it is God's voice. If you've accepted the Lordship of Jesus, you have a regenerated spirit. You get what I'm saying? You have a regenerated spirit. You see, that spirit, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit, it teaches you good. He leads you in the right path. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Glory to Jesus. The Lord is my... You know what a shepherd does? A shepherd leads his sheep. So many people, because it is not forceful, because if you want to do, if you want to go into this place right now and still say this guitar, and as you're coming in, the Holy Spirit, the still small voice begins to speak to you saying, no, don't. This is not good. Very quiet. The same way he speaks to me. Very quiet, still small voice. You may not want to obey. But as we're coming inside this place, for example, you now heard very loud, louder than all the speakers here. If you go there, if you steal that guitar, you are dead. Would you obey or would you not obey? Again. Hearing God's voice, capacity to hear how God speaks, it's not in the spectacular. It is in the supernatural. Because you are a spirit being. Glory to Jesus. Many times, you know, his, his, his commands will be grievous to you. You've offended me, for example, and it's the Holy Spirit is saying to me, go walk up to her and tell her you're sorry. The Holy Spirit himself knows that you were, he was, the person was the one at fault. But that's how God lives. That's how the Spirit of the Lord works. Because the God in you, the Holy Spirit in you, cannot thrive in anger. 
in animosity. So you cannot have him in you like you do and still be very bitter towards other people. Harboring hatred, disappointment, pain, anger. Number three, what you should know about the still small voice. I love this number three point so much. You see, the beautiful thing about the still small voice is that, Maureen, it sounds like a voice you're used to. It sounds like you. So the still small voice of the spirit is not like, Maureen, Maureen, Maureen. Yes, it is still, it is not audible, right? We say it is not audible, so it is still, Maureen, 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 don't go there. Don't do that, no. The still small voices sounds like you, speaks to you in a language that you don't understand. If communicating that thing in your native language is what is going to help you, that's what is going to interpret to you. Bizu, so what do you think about that? He can call you Bizu. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. See, he can speak, he can speak pigeon, broken English to you. You've done something, you've messed up. The Holy Spirit can say to you, okay now, you to reason now. I be. You do well. He can. I, I'm saying to you that he, he, he understands, he, he speaks the lingos that you understand. He can call you by name. He would speak, in, he would not use grammar, words that are beyond your comprehension. And that's the third point. Is that the third or the fourth now? The third. No, that's going to be the fourth. The third is that it sounds like something you are used to. That's how it sounds. Turn right. Don't go there. Okay, go now. I'm with the call, the, call this person. Call, call this. Do this. Do that. Silent, still, strong, powerful as audible. But not audible. I don't know. Because, you, you see, I, I, I don't know how many of you have ever done this before. Maybe you. You did something. Maybe you, you, you passed an exam or you just took a look at yourself in the mirror and, just, and the Holy Spirit just said to you, say as I finish work for your body. <laughs> I mean, he, I'm trying to let you understand that he would break, simplify. See, hearing God's voice is not in the spectacular. Don't, don't, don't attach too much grandeur. Don't, uh, don't, there is no paparazzi about it. You, you get what I'm saying? There is, no, there is no biggie, like we say. No big deal about it. The big deal is the state of your spirit with the state of, with the Holy Spirit in you. That's the big deal. Glory to Jesus. Number four, what you should know about the still small voice. So because it sounds like something you're used to, it's easy to comprehend and it sounds very simple. Don't go is as simple as don't go. There have been times God's given me instructions, asking me to do something, and I just didn't do it. 
eventually something would happen. And I'd say, oh, my spirit actually says to me to do this, but I didn't do it. And I feel disappointed. Some of you are like that too. I've heard a story, you know, of uh, um, um, someone driving and the Holy Spirit, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit saying to the person, the person was at an intersection and the Holy Spirit was saying, turn right now. It didn't make sense to turn right at that point because right was not the place, the path or the direction the person was headed, but the person chose to turn right. Just split seconds after turning right, obeying the still small voice of the Holy Spirit, a trailer ran from the back and crushed I mean, ran into that spot where he was before he took the turn. If he had added the direction he was going, maybe going straight or going left, he would have, he would have been dead. So as not to live a life of regret, learn how to master the voice of the Holy Spirit. The still small voice of the Holy Spirit. Number five. What you should know about the still small voice. When it is repeatedly disobeyed, you cease to hear him. You see, I told you, he's not forceful. He's rather suggestful. He does not force his will on you. Don't. Okay, do it. Okay, come. Read your Bible. For those of you watching online, for example, the Holy Spirit perhaps last night's church this morning was telling you, go to church. They say, no, I can also watch online. He may say, go, give this thing to this person. Give that person that cloth. And you may choose not to. See, the beautiful thing about the leading of the Spirit is, the more you obey him, the clearer you hear him. Thank you, Jesus. The more you obey him, the clearer you hear him. So the secret to actually hearing him more or hearing him better is actually in the obedience. So many of you, you've turned deaf ears so much such that the still small voice of the Holy Spirit is no longer loud within you. The voice that is now loud is the voice of the devil and the voice of your head because you've shot the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. You've shot the inner voice of the Spirit of the Lord speaking to you part-time. Don't forget, like I told you earlier on, the inner voice I'm talking about is not the witness of the Spirit. So when it is repeatedly disobeyed, you cease to hear him. You know one of the things I love about the Holy Spirit, about, about the still small voice? You can trigger it just by asking questions. So, Holy Spirit, what do you think about this? And you become, and it begins to speak to you. You only need to listen to your spirit. That's, that's one of the things I love. See, again, I'm saying that somebody should please quote this and post on Twitter or whatever. Normalize conversing with the Holy Spirit. Normalize having a conversation with the Holy Spirit in you. Let it be normal. So, Holy Spirit, this morning I woke up and I asked, so what's going to happen in church today? I don't know. So Holy Spirit, what do you think about this person? You see, the more, it, 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 the, the more you train your spirit and the more you converse with him, the more you engage him and the more he speaks to you. So Holy Spirit, what do you think? Holy Spirit, I want to go to bed now. 
Can you please let me know how my tomorrow is going to go? What about this one? And be still. Next week, Sunday, as Jesus leaves, I'm going to be bringing to you a message titled, The Witness of the Spirit. That's another way God speaks. It is different from the still small voice. But this week, as you journey through the rest of this week, I need you all to rise up and begin to master the voice of the Spirit in you. Listen to him. You can be certain that he's not going to lead you into destruction. He's going to lead you to the right path. So the more he tells you, no, don't do it. The more you don't do it, the more he speaks more to you. The more he says, yes, go ahead, I'm with you. And you obey him, the more he speaks to you. And you see, also practice letting him know that you are willing to be led. Lord, speak for your servant listens. You get what I'm saying now? Rise up on your feet this morning. Celebrate Jesus. Come on now. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Come on now. Celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. At Lofty Height, we don't like bringing our services to a close without giving someone an opportunity to have a relationship with the Lord. So you're here under the sound of my voice. You've not accepted the Lordship of Jesus. Or you feel you've disobeyed the voice, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit repeatedly. I need you to please bow your head, lift up your hands if you may, and say this prayer after me, Lord Jesus. This morning I thank you for your word that has gone forth to me. I repent of my sins. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Please save me. Make me yours forever. Fill me with your spirit and help me to obey your voice, Holy Spirit. I yield my all to you from this time on and even forevermore. Amen. If you've just said that prayer, I really want to congratulate you at this moment. And I also want to welcome you to the house of the Lord. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you.